Hey, Georgetown Baptist Church, I'm Maverick. And I'm Jake. And this is the GBC Empower Podcast. We're super pumped uh, to continue going through just different kind of topics, asking Jake just really uh, important questions. The uh, Well, the last one that went out was Ryan, but uh, I just want to call out one of my personal favorites as of right now was where is GBC in five years? And if you have not listened to that, you should, uh, where we asked Jake, where, where is his vision for GBC? And it was nice. I thought it was good. I mean, it's only my opinion. You're not, you're not sharing <laughs> your opinion at all here or your thoughts. And it's, it's purely just asking me questions. Exactly. Exactly. That's not how this was painted to me, Maverick. Uh, but that's how I like it. So <laughs> anyways, the question we have for Jake is why is baptism important? Dun, dun, dun. There you go. I'm just well, kidding. Jesus said it was important. He gave the church two ordinances that he wanted us to participate in, and uh, one of them is baptism. He encourages believers to be baptized, and as Baptists, we believe in baptism by immersion, which mm-hmm. means that you are a baptized uh, once you are old enough to uh, understand sin and receive salvation. Uh, Once you are saved, we ask you to go through believer's baptism where we will baptize you um, uh, under the water. (laughs) Hey, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. So, okay. um, That's a good little little definition. Real quick, kind of like side topic, like when were you baptized and like how... Did it happen? Sure. Well, I was six years old, uh, saved at six, and uh, just a couple weeks later, our church um, baptized me, and mm-hmm. it was a really special thing because my dad and my pastor were in the baptistry, well, and super uh, cool. so my dad stood in the baptistry uh, while our pastor, Gary Toll, baptized me, and what I remember about it more than anything was that the water heater was broken at the church and it was very, very cold outside. And, you know, when I hit that water, you would have thought, man, this guy is like just full of the Holy spirit because I mean, (laughs) I could barely talk and, um, it had nothing to do with being moved emotionally or anything like that. The water (laughs) was just extremely cold. Uh, but looking back on it, uh, the holy moment of that baptism experience was being obedient, mm-hmm. was simply just being obedient. So when were you baptized? So I was, oh, 14 or 15. It was 2014. Uh, I still have the certificate, actually. Like, I still kept that. It was framed for a long time. Awesome. Um, but so, yeah, I got saved after Mexico, and it. I wanted to be baptized, and it was kind of a big deal. Um, uh, some of my family members were Catholic. And so they're like, why do you want to be baptized again? So it was, it was a big deal, but, uh, everybody who, who seemed to even like kind of, Ooh, why are you doing this? Was there at my baptism. Uh, it was here at Georgetown Baptist church. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was before we had a hot water heater or maybe they just didn't turn it. I don't know, but, um, it was freezing. It was in November and it, and I had like really long hair and so I remember it was super sweet. Uh, I actually remember like getting baptized, and it's it's cool. You, you you can call me out on this. You don't have to believe this, um, but like I close my eyes underwater, and so I would assume I'd do the same. But I remember looking up out of the water and like seeing the lights in the water, and then coming out and just the big applause, and uh, it was fantastic. Um, 
it, it was just, and that's how it was worded to me. It was just a step of obedience. Um, I actually got it told. It's a second step of obedience. I don't know if you've heard this, um, but it's like the first step is accepting Christ um, in your life. And the second step is showing that to your church through baptism. And that's what I did. And I loved every second of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think everybody who uh, goes through that experience has a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've often heard of baptism as sharing your testimony. Oh, you know, that's nice. I, I see a lot of people that, you know, maybe they don't want to get in front of a big group of people and they're nervous and they think, man, I don't want to have to talk. I don't want to have to do anything. And, you know, I try to encourage people. You're not having to talk verbally. Um, you're simply just, being there, uh, you're making a public profession of faith. Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple of occurrences where somebody says, well, could you just baptize just me, you know, maybe at a different time. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and while it's not required that it would have to be like on a Sunday morning service, which is when we, we tend to have most of our baptisms, yes. except once a year, when we go out to the lake, we want a gathering of believers there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and specifically your church family, people that do life with you, people that love you and want to support you. And uh, there's a lot of good reasons for that. Um, but I always want to encourage people that this is an act of obedience to to the Father. Yes. So, And by the Father, I mean God. <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, per se who baptizes you. Um, and what I mean by that is, is the focus is not on anything other than the believer showing obedience to God. Yeah, I, I always tell the youth, like, um, when they're ready to get baptized. So, like, this past year, we just had a really awesome just Holy Spirit movement in our whole church, not just our youth, where people wanted to get baptized. And so there was a lot of meetings, a lot of discussions about it, and it was super awesome. And me personally got to baptize a bunch of students and and even adults, and it was nice. Uh, but what I always tell them is, like, when you get baptized in front of the church, one, yes, you're you're professing your faith to the church, but why I love that is because it's for God, but when it's in front of your whole church, not only do you become a part of that church, that church becomes a part of like your walk with Christ. You you get uh, accountability partners. That's the word I want to use. You get accountability partners where people see like, oh, Jake got baptized, Maverick got baptized, um, now we can walk life with them, and now we can uh, guide them and give them wisdom on uh, on just what they need to do in their walk and watch them grow um, with the relationship with Christ. And it's just super awesome. Uh, you know, we always talk about it takes a village, you know, and it's just, it's part of that, and you get to see that. It's, yes. It's one of those, like, early church moments you get to see. Well, and, and, and I've, I've known people that have gotten to go to Jerusalem and get baptized mm-hmm. in the Jordan River. And, you know, Jerusalem has changed considerably since the time of Jesus and probably what it looks like in the layout of the city. But the Jordan River is still the Jordan River. Yeah. And and it and like you said, it, it brings us back to the early church mm-hmm. and it connects us to the early church as our brother and our sister. So um, it's early in the morning and I was attempting to try to explain baptism by immersion and uh, I'm still kind of tired yeah. and um. And one of the reasons that baptism by immersion is so important is it represents the the death and resurrection of Jesus. Yes. And um, 
we uh, we understand that when Jesus was placed in that tomb, you know, we'll say he was buried. So whenever I'm baptizing someone, you know, I'll say buried in the likeness of the death of Jesus. And then we'll say raised to walk in the newness of life. And uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, when Paul is dealing with some of the uh, heresies within the Colossian church. Maybe we need to have a podcast on the word heresy. Maybe uh, Usually that comes from any of your sermons, Maverick, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, all, yes. All the heresies. I, I accidentally commit heresy sometime, but uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, he tells the early church, uh, he says, when you were buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith and the working of God, raised him who raised him from the dead so when a person is lowered into that water it represents what every christian experiences we we die to our sin mm-hmm. and being buried in our sin but because jesus is alive we as christians also are made alive and we are raised um to a you know, to new life. Uh, we were raised into our resurrection of our bodies and it's just a representation of what all that means. Yeah, no, uh, that's fantastic. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm a visual learner. And, um, when I was asking a bunch of questions about the gospel, uh, to one of my just mentors back in the day before I got saved, uh, when I was on that track, um, it, he used a lot of baptism references and um maybe that was one of the reasons i was so excited or it was the holy spirit or both um because when you're when you look at a baptism you're seeing um the story of jesus like what you just talked about like how jesus died and then came back to life Ooh, sorry um but then he also used it as like the washing away of sin of how you know that water doesn't wash for sin but it's it's a metaphor for how Jesus washes away our sin, um, and he takes it all, not just some, not just a little bit. It's not like i got to keep getting rebaptized or anything like that, how he takes all of my sin, and that's, that's the newness of life. The new life I live is a life where Jesus is the center. Jesus is my life, and that's nice. It's beautiful. It's yeah. what... It's what draws us together as believers, and we we are a church full of people from many different denominational backgrounds, mm-hmm. so baptism is a point of contention in the church at times, and um, while we as a church are not trying to tell people what to believe, uh, we do as a church believe that baptism is not something that saves you, mm-hmm. but it is simply a representation of the salvation in your life. But just because we don't believe that baptism makes you a Christian does not take away from the importance of it, the act of obedience, and our goals as Christians to obey God. And uh, I encourage people that maybe they were maybe they were christened as a child and um you know, maybe maybe you don't know what that means, but they were brought as a baby uh, into a place of worship and uh, had water sprinkled upon them. And and I've had people come and say, well, was that bad? Should I have not done that? And well, first of all, you were a baby, so you had no control of the situation. But secondly, no, absolutely not. I truly look at that as that you were dedicated to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You were dedicated as a baby uh, to the Lord, and your parents made an act of obedience in that. 
Um, but I do encourage you, uh, if that is your only experience in baptism, I believe that it would be a great idea for you to talk to your pastor. Uh, if you come here at Georgetown to come talk to Maverick and I uh, and our ministers, um, because we want to help you take that next step of obedience in your life. No, absolutely. What? <clears throat> sorry. Um, what I love is, yeah, there is different beliefs on baptism, but what we all can agree on is that baptism is important. Um, it's an important step uh, in your walk. Uh, Matthew, uh, uh, chapter three, Ooh, almost messed up there. Uh, Matthew chapter three says, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. This is what God says after Jesus gets baptized, uh, by John the Baptist. Like why there's contention, we can look at scripture and we just know that even in Jesus's life, that baptism for him was important and he did it right before he started his ministry. And, um, I feel like we can do the same. We can, and we encourage anyone in our church who becomes a believer, who becomes a Christian, to be baptized as soon as possible. But we do have a process, and the process is is that you come and meet with with one of our ministers, and we we talk to you about uh, this decision you've made. We go over we go over what does it mean to be saved, and then we begin to plan your baptism. And we'll have people that'll that'll be baptized during a church service. Mm-hmm. Once a year, we actually go out to uh, Lake Texoma and um, go through a you know a baptism service together. And I believe that's coming up on September the tenth. The tenth, yes. And uh, if you, if you are ready to be baptized and you think, man, I, I I would love to be baptized in the baptistry, but it would be really special to be baptized in the lake. Um, honestly. Uh, the water is, is water, so we, we're fine with <laughs> baptizing you uh, anywhere as long as there are believers present, uh, and specifically your church family. So please come and speak with us if you are ready to be baptized. This is good news. This isn't something to hold in as a secret. Um, we would be overjoyed to see you take that step of obedience. Yeah, absolutely, and just come find me and Jake if that interests you, or if you have any more questions, that's the point. Uh, because we have a little bit of extra time, Jake, what was your one of not what is one of your favorite like baptism stories that you either got to see or you got to perform? I can tell you one of the funniest ones. Okay, there we go. So, um, I, my wife and I we we've been foster parents for many years, and back when we lived in Lubbock, we had a young lady in our church that uh, uh, in our family that received Christ, little eight year old girl, and it was so cool because. We had a really good relationship with her her mom, who was in the mm-hmm. process of of being able to bring her back home. So um, the Sunday before Easter, Palm Sunday, she was baptized. Well, we had four to five other people baptized before her, and and she was kind of a sassy girl, and and uh, and, and she kind of looked at me side eyed when I told her she was going to be baptized last. And I said, is everything okay? And she said, I don't want to go into that uh, baptistry where all that sin has been left. (laughs) And I looked at her kind of confused, and then it dawned on me. You know, she thought, man, these people are dropping their sin in that baptistry, and who wants to get in that water after that? And, (laughs) and, uh, And I was able to explain it to her. But, you know, I loved her heart and, um, and just the way she said it. But, uh, no, I've got, I've got several baptism stories. Um, some of which maybe I can't share over, uh, the podcast, <laughs> but I'll just never forget. I don't want to get baptized where all that sin is. 
That's awesome. That's a good way to end. All right. Thank you guys so much. As always, if you have any more questions, come find me or Jake. And uh, that is his question to why is baptism important, man? It's, it's a step of obedience to God. And anytime you're obedient uh, towards God, uh, you can never go wrong. So anyways, love you guys. Uh, see you soon. And uh, just make sure you keep listening and we'll see you uh, Sunday. Bye, guys.